She's sassy, but she's oh so classy. It's time for Unapologetically Pandora. For part two of What's Your Fantasy? Hey, What's Your Fantasy? Kinks and Frinks, part deux. We're going to continue the conversation with Unicorn Carrie and Professor Q. I had to break it up in a, two, a two-part series because it had got quite lengthy and turned into like a two-hour show. And then I'm, I'm thinking of adding a part three because I got the homie from back in the day. Uh, DJ Klee who's going to talk about his experience um, and that, that might be a little something that we come I'm not for sure it hasn't been solidified but um, that will be really interesting uh, because he's actually married so that's going to be dope to have that in there Professor Q is married Professor, Professor Q is also a pastor just want y'all to know that. <laughs> so I definitely had to get him on here to um, give his experience, although he no longer engages. Um, I just thought it dope that he could still be um, having unbiased opinion concerning the situation while also being a religious figure. So anyways, we're going to continue the conversation, starting with Professor Q on another episode of unapologetically pandora check it out so like for instance um i was gonna take someone that i was vetting to um it was at the citadel they were having a huge play party during private and i was gonna take somebody i was vetting there and and what happened was like they were a little bit overzealous because i and i was i i was i was I was going back and forth because I was going to put a collar on them. And to Ooh. me, collaring is sacred. Yes, absolutely. It's sacred. So I've it was been like, collared was, before. Uh, and, and, and I've only done it twice. And I, 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 uh, the first person I had to release because I found out she lied to me and she was a bomb slave. But if you uh-huh. lie to me, I can't. I, I can't. Yeah, uh, that because that trust is broken. Yeah, because to me, it's kink relationships are a level of intimacy like uh what you were talking about like finding a person to be with i wish i knew this about myself before i had my primary because i've had to construct my kink life in respect to her Mm -hmm. and um in complementing to that relationship where if had i known before i could have integrated this much better Mm -hmm. into my life and relationship and chose better and so that that that's where that's where it's really coming out that that power exchange because because for me i i when i when i talk to people when they reach out to me or if i'm in discussion and i'm considering someone because i took a break for about a year because Mm -hmm. out of frustration but if i'm considering someone 
I talk very polite. I don't use any vulgar language. I don't cuss. I don't go into immediate detail because right now I, 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 I want them to show me why I should give my energy to them. Mm-hmm. Now, one, once we've gotten to a point to where a connection's established, where they're feeling my energy and I'm feeling theirs, then the conversation gets graphic. Then the conversation gets nasty. Mm-hmm. Then we start talking about kinks and fetishes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you read mine, but all that is me. I, 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 I read, I read half. Oh the, I read half of your profile, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> okay." <laughs> I did not know this. And, and you know, and, and my demeanor that I hold, mm-hmm. um, it's a totally different demeanor in totally that dynamic. Different. Totally. And because and, and when when but but at the same time, people looking on the outside, it's like, how does that work? And what does that work? And, and, and right now, black sexuality, we're having to fight to identify us because we're not these hypersexual beings right. the world wants to make us. Right. But we are people. And being people, we're sexual beings. Mm-hmm. And even in kink, like, I, I, I uh, no disrespect to anyone's kink. Um, everybody has the right to enjoy whatever kinks they want to. Mm-hmm. I, I say that disclaimer, but I cannot stand a cuck, a, a black bull participating in cuckolding because yeah. they're not a dominant and they're fooled into believing that they are. The dominant in a cuckold relationship is the actual cuckold getting humiliated. And mm-hmm. most people don't realize that that comes from a slavery kink. I, that's what I was about to say. That sounds like some white supremacists. And, and that brings me to my next point before we close it out. Like, I'm sure there are more people that we know that are involved, but not, you wouldn't know because of stigma, you know? Yep. And how do you think white supremacy impacts? the BDSM and you know kink fetishes and all of that do you think it plays a role or is it (laughs) it more religious based or like what do you think what do you guys okay okay first I want to I want uh Carrie to answer it's unicorn what's your thought um I don't think I can answer that because I have no idea not a clue (laughs) like I I, honestly I haven't studied it like that to okay. be able to 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 contribute, I don't know. Yeah, I but always, I, I want to hear so I can learn okay. something. Oh, oh, I, I can so, answer that. I, yeah, because I, I, I always that. I always have to see why. So my podcast is all about advocacy, ad, uh, activism, and empowerment. This is probably an empowerment one for those people who are have some things that they want to explore, but worry because of stigma. And to me, mm-hmm. I feel this is a very stigmatized lifestyle. So, uh, Professor Q, since you have researched this, then, you know. White supremacy plays a huge role in kink. Wow. Uh, When you are a real Black dom or Black master, what I mean by that is if you're not following in the category of a bull, or if you're not playing just the daddy dom that's not real strict, white masters white doms white even white mistresses they will kind of shun you at munches i've been to munches 
where doms who had their subs and slaves saying hi and flirting with everybody yanked them when they saw me come in the building. Um, As someone, when I entered kink, uh, I've had, I had kink dynamics with one, one white sub and one white slave. Everyone else has been black. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the white slave, I got pushback from white masters, and, and she had black children, ex-husband black, but she was just thorough. So I, and and I came in like most people said, if, if I'm an intern, a dynamic, I want to make sure they're not coming into my circles because mm-hmm. I have social, I have social circles and business circles that I don't want this to get back to. Right. After one, and so I I saw that happening, but then I also saw the white supremacy piece in with other black males and females who chose only to interact with white people in King, thinking it was a superior dynamic, which is not wow. true. Thinking that they were the only people that were really capable to understand it, there was a definite inferiority complex in terms of how um black kink manifest versus everybody else where the truth is is black sexuality globally is just being allowed to develop outside the use abuse and persecution of white folks these last what 50 60 years wow yeah so so white supremacy plays a huge part so they'll bring in an in-shape black bull with a big dick to fuck all their white subs they'll do that but if you are a master or a dom and you really run your stuff, like in the Bay Area, they'll give you that respect because we're we're they're liberal up here. Mm-hmm. L.A. Depending on what dungeon you're at, but across the country, like when I've been to Florida, you you're segregated. You're going to the black month. It's funny black. you mentioned the Bay Area because I um I lived in Sacramento and I went to a couple of play parties and one of the guys that was so-called vetting me he actually didn't decide because he just he didn't talk to me right but anyway um because <laughs> i don't so for me if you if you start off the gate saying i need you to trust me i need you to trust me that's a turn off to me right that's don't ask don't ask me to trust you because if if you if you move in a way that allows me to trust you you don't you won't have to ask for it so now I'm trying to figure out what is it that you don't that you don't want me to know that you have to ask for it. Mm. So we just kind of had a push and pull for that. But the parties that I went to, he always had like white women there, and there's nothing against white women, but it was just like he always wanted me to be like submissive to them, and I was like, I'm not but submissive that. to the white women. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh. and I was like, like they're I'm in charge. Not doing that at all at, at, at absolutely all. did not right like i'm i'm I, I i love to be submissive but i love to be submissive to who i want to be submissive to like you're not gonna come bring me in here one of my fantasies is to is to be presented as the treat for the party i would love to do that right but it has to that's be dope. right that's dope it has to be right and that wow. that i was like oh you got me fucked up. I'm gone. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, so you want me to submit to Karen over here? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not with that what? at all. He was like, you're closed minded and blah, blah. I was like, maybe, maybe, yeah. or maybe this is just not the dynamic submit. for me. Yeah. I wouldn't submit to the white man either. I'm no. Let, 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 let me make it even colder. 
They expect a black master to defer to a white master. Well, it, like, like us to submit and, and because it, it's, it's almost as if there, there's a level of entitlement that passes because there's a, one of the underlying fetishes I found from a lot of white kingsters, whether they admit it or not, is this domination of black bodies is one of the yes yep turn on yes i i can yes. see that i can see that i definitely and and yeah no see that's can, why i need I'm to an more empath, so you can feel the energy like even if i've never met them like a lot of the people that hit me up um on some of the websites like you i can feel that energy i'm like i'm not messing with you for you to get me in your house and chop me up for stew meat i'm good <laughs> you see I have so much to learn. Like I, I, you know, I don't know how far I would go. I just know when I got on fat, I became overweight. I literally became like I, the energy coming from it. Like I literally was taken aback, and it was mm. so consuming that I was like, I can't, I can't do this right now. <laughs> like I could not. It was just. It felt like I was like. Like, uh, this was more than a rabbit hole. This, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well, it, it, it was there was so much pressure at one point. Uh, when I was new, I posted a dick pic because oh. there was this pressure that if you were black, you had to prove that you were in the big dick club. So I go oh, ahead, oh, post oh. My, my dick on there, every like, and all of a sudden, I get these queen of spades hit me up. So, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm a dominant. Fuck this. It it doesn't matter if I'm hung like my frat, right? Like six and steel, or if I got a micro penis. This fuck this shit. I, I and I took it off. And then when I did that, what I start the type of people I started interacting with and building friendships and and eventually meeting in terms of opportunities, they were like that. Their mindset was in a much different place. But That's but dope. when when you put that big dick picture on there, all of a sudden like, oh yeah, we want to, and I I literally have fifteen messages asking to hook up within two to four days. People I've never met before. So it's more like a fetish fetishization. Right? It's yeah. funny you say that because when I met when I met my um when I met my daddy like. On the website, I had like a few like suggestive pictures or whatever. And in the first conversation, he was like, what are you doing on this type of website? This ain't you. Wow. I was like, first of all, you don't even know me. Yes, it is. Blah, blah, blah. He was like, no. He was like, it's something about, he was like, it's something about your eyes. Like, this is not you. Like, I'd like to be your friend, blah, 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 whatever. But take those pics down. That's not you. Wow. And so mm -hmm. you didn't feel like for you, you didn't feel like, who are you to be trying to tell me? What it is? I'm telling you, like it that. was weird. The connection was there. The connection was there from, from almost, from even from that one line, the connection was there. I met him like the second night. I knew that I was safe. When I walked in his house, I knew I was safe. I knew that there wow. wasn't, there wasn't nothing gonna happen to me and we've been quote unquote together for three years yeah and i knew that i was saved right before i left it's so funny right before i left he tried to introduce to me so i started having dreams um like in april oh really i would 
go I will go be with him to like our I call them therapy sessions. I have fibromyalgia. Okay. Um, and he's a nurse. And so some of our sessions, some of the more intense ones, for whatever reason, if I'm having a flare up, the intensity of the, the sessions help me with my pain. Really? It's weird. It's like the, the pain that he gives me is counteractive and it takes away the other pain. I don't know what that's about, but it helps. <laughs> so when I'm having a really bad flare up, I will call him and be like, listen, like I need to come and whatever. So in April, last April, I started having a dream that he was getting married and it was vivid like uh, I'm kind of, he, he invited me over to his house like normal I walk in and the house is all decorated somebody like kind of meets me at the door and was like oh you need to come back here and they are like putting me like doing my makeup and they're undressing me and they're just like he wants you like this and I'm like, you know, kind of looking around like, what is going on? And then, you know, I see like the ceremony. I was like, are we getting married? No, we're not. He's marrying <laughs> someone else. Right. And every time I try to leave the room, somebody comes and is like, no, he wants you in here. He wants you in here. And so I'm sitting there. Some time goes by. The wife walks in. This new wife, this bride walks in and she goes, he's, gonna, he's coming to you now. And I had that reoccurring dream for no lie, like about six months. Wow. And I kept asking him, like, are you with somebody? Like, did you meet somebody? You, you connected with somebody. I can feel it. Mm -hmm. And, he, you know, he, he did lie, which kind of hurt me. Because I'm like, you never have to lie to me. The way, the way that we are, you never have to lie to me. You can be mm -hmm. open and honest and tell me anything. Um, but he didn't tell me that he had met somebody. And so right before I left California, he tried to introduce us. But mm -hmm. he did it in a way where we're open and we talk about everything. Mm -hmm. He wasn't talking about stuff with her. And he oh. tried to like, quote unquote, sister wife us. Oh, that, that, that doesn't, it don't work like that. No, it doesn't. But it was funny to me because I am who I am and I'm, I don't like care about shit like that. And so <laughs> he, he was so funny. So it's so funny because he's like, you know, he's like, I want to, he tells me like before I get over there, I, I, I would like to collar you and blah, blah, blah. He's like, I want to introduce you to my friend and this and that. And I was like, okay, fine. So I get there and I'm sitting on the couch and she walks in and I felt it. And I was like, that's her. Like, this is who I've been dreaming about. This is her. I felt the connection. And so they're talking or whatever, and he time passes. He invites me upstairs, and he tells me about the tells me again about the coloring. He's like, "Wait here." Goes down and gets her, and he's like, um, he introduced me to her, and he was like, basically, she's my number one. Introduced me as my number one, mm. and she's going to be basically your sister wife but i've been with her longer our connection is strong so we're never going to be apart and i need you to be okay with that but there you could tell by the look on her face there was never a conversation yeah Ooh. there was never a conversation and i'm like he just blindsided her with some crazy yes. like wait wait yeah. what 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 and what, what? Exactly he said she was like wait a minute what right and I was like, wow so I, I was like so you haven't had a conversation with her you don't know and so he's like stumbling a little bit. He's trying to explain. She was, he was like, you know, trying to explain this. And I was like, you can't explain it to her now. That's not how it works. I was like, so me being me, I, you know, bring comedy into it. I was like, girl, you ain't got nothing to worry about. I got like 90 <laughs> days and I'll be in Texas. Like, you good. You can have one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so that she 
I don't, I'm not a fighter. I don't fight. Right. If, so, if you ain't interested. Like that's not my shit. And so I have mastered the art of avoiding an ass whooping in my life because mm-hmm. I'm not, I've never, I'm 42 years old. I never had a fist fight. It's just, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm in survival mode. Like, I don't want this bitch to choke me the fuck out right now because this nigga then introduced me wrong. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm watching her body language. She got a friend downstairs. I was like, I'm outnumbering niggas. <laughs> like, I got to figure this shit out. So I'm like, listen, I was like, maybe I should step out. Let me step out and y'all need to have a conversation. She's like, no, maybe I need to step out. And so he sits there and he's still talking to me. He's apologizing to me. And I was like, I'm not the one you need to be apologizing to. You have a relationship with me. You have, we right. have an understanding. This is, this is comedy to me because you're retarded right now. Right. <laughs> you need to go and talk to her and make her like, make her feel good. Uh, explain to her that you didn't know that she wasn't going to understand it. Make her feel secure because in this moment she don't feel secure. Right. And that's she not feel fair to her. like blindsided. So yeah. Like, even to the point where I walked out, I was like, girl, like, listen, like, if you want to have a conversation with me, here's my number. We can talk. Like, I don't want you to feel threatened or anything like that. Like, if y'all are in a actual relationship, I respect that. I'm not going nowhere, but I respect that. And y'all should have <laughs> So it's just, this, it seems, it's so much, it, 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 it you know, because I don't know, I'm, I am going to try to do some readings on there. Uh, but I think I, I'm one of them t- people, although I'm a student, career student, I'm definitely one mm-hmm. of those people that would need to be guided into it, you know, yeah. uh, but mm-hmm. I do have my boundaries. Like I, I know what I'm willing to do. I know what I'm not going to do. I know what I like. I know what I don't well, like. Well, the right situation, you will have, you will be able to say, this mm-hmm. is a hard no. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, don't ever even bring that up. That was the conversation that we had in the beginning. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Certain things that were on my, I don't like it, but I might try it. Mm -hmm. And certain things were like, don't ever ask me to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And And, and certain. certain. Yeah. Because I'm just like, when I went to that website and then even just listening to you two, I'm just like, it's a, it's, it goes real deep. Like, (laughs) it's like a for real. Yeah thing and it's but and yeah. i'm in a you kind of have groups. to figure out where you are there's i'm a, i'm gonna find a link um but okay. there's a quiz that you can take I, is it bdsmtest.org i i took i took that like maybe and it tells you kind of like what you're into and it actually yeah. it seems corny but it helps no i know helps, exactly what i'm have into. those conversations i'm about to put and them. and it not be weird like i know i was bullied as a kid Oh, really okay. bad all through school all through through high school just bullied really badly mm. and i was taken advantage of from a very young age oh wow so the calling me names yeah i can't mm-hmm. i can't do that like i don't even play the dozens like right. that's how sensitive i am like no right I'm, like I'm no oh that. i'll be ready to fight <laughs> like that's not something i can get with well it's funny you said because like even for me being a father mm-hmm. i won't do impact play with belts mm-hmm. i won't play with littles mm-hmm. i won't even play with middles okay um not because i can't but there's just sometimes even though i am kinky there's some things that 
to me are held sacred. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not a daddy dom, but very rarely would I ever let a sub call me daddy. There's been a time I did because of the way she said it. But yeah. <laughs> for the most part, I, I don't even allow allow that. Yeah, and we the aren't good thing about that either. And the good thing about being a sub versus being a slave, there's negotiations. There yeah. has to be a conversation. It's not like, oh, you cool. Oh, I see you a sub. Cool. I'm a dom. Do what I say. And that's not. It, it's a conversation. Yeah. It is a balancing act. It's making sure that the energy is there. Mm -hmm. Because there's certain things like what I had to learn is that there's certain kinks that I really like that are nasty that I'm not going to go on mm. here and talk about. Um, but I, I, I had to find out, I had to train subs to physically be able to handle some of this stuff. Mm. And I had to create protocols for them to be able to prepare where mm. vanilla me just thought, you know, okay, you just take one for the team and get through it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and a lot of masters and doms do it that way. But the reality is if there's something that you desire, you require, and you have a sub that's really willing to do that for you, even a slave, you have to have the ability to prep, to prepare, to train. And, yep. and, 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 the, thing, and the thing is, and, and I'll tell you, my okay. biggest kink is simple DNS perfecting okay. the submission to me and my dominance and bounce that gives me more pleasure than any impact play that gives me more pleasure than if i if i was gonna i i, I don't really do humiliation and degradation that yeah, much but so if i may ask you a question how do you how do you deal with sub drop <sighs> what do you okay defy because you're, this is the first time I heard that term. So what do you mean by sub drop? So what I experienced after my first um, impact play, like the next couple of days, like I felt really depressed, really mm. dark space. Oh. Really sound, like sound like what you were telling me uh, earlier. Yeah, really oh. dark space. And I was like, all I wanted to do was crawl up in his lap and just put my head on his chest. And I couldn't do it because I had to go back to my real life. And it was so, really hard for me. And my the girl that I told you is my sub sister. She explained it to me, and mm -hmm. she was like, "You oh. need to call him. This is not something because so mm -hmm. I um, I don't have a lot of family. I was okay. raised by grandparents who have been dead for twenty years, for fifteen years. Okay. And so I don't have people, in my opinion, that keep me safe. You right. know what I mean? I've been on my own on my own since I was twenty five. Okay. Like for real, for real, on my own. Like it just me and the kids. Like that's it. I went through a lot of stuff with their dad that made me feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. I've never really felt safe since my grandparents died. Okay. So for me, safety is a big, big thing. And so she was, and I've always because I'm alone. Mm -hmm. I've always just dealt with stuff. Same you know here. I mean? Like I, I don't call. People, I call my friends for certain things, but some stuff you can't call your friends right. for. And I right. just, I just figure out. I cry it out. Uh, you know, I disconnect my phone or whatever. I cry it out. I keep it moving. I go back to work like it is what it right. is. Yeah, I'm so she, that's I, me. I could, yeah, and I could not. I couldn't come out of it. Like I couldn't. It was like two or three days out, and I just could not come out of it. And I and I reached out to her. I was like, I want to run something by you. I think this is related. 
what do I do? And she was like, you have to call him. You have to call him and you have to tell him what's happening. You have to communicate because you shouldn't be dealing with that by yourself. And he doesn't know you're dealing with it if you don't talk to him. Right. Okay. So let me, let me, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, I just call that the, the aftercare protocol. So I know exactly what you're talking about now. Um, the person, the sub I had who loved the impact play the most. I had a three to four day protocol and then following a week protocol because she, she was a true masochist. Like my, my, when it comes to impact play, I do my best work with canes and floggers. Like I can make a strike pattern look artistic. But what happened is I had to do two things first, because she was used to so much pain, but pain was the only sensation that she dealt with. When I had session, I mixed pain and the pleasure. That's Mm -hmm. what I, so, you know, I had, she may get, she may be on the submission bench or the St. Andrew's cross for 20 minutes, 30 minutes taking strokes. And then I may have her tied down with a dream wand taped to her leg, you know, Mm -hmm. asking permission to come and then go back to the pain back and forth there to kind of base out the, base out the situation so it's not all going back in that pit. And and this is me because I'm a sadist, but I'm a sensual sadist. Yeah. The second part was after the session, after I was done, um, giving her the space of about 10 to 15 minutes to just be in her own space and come down. Mm-hmm. And And in that process, usually from there, you know, not too much talking, but in this in, in this particular dynamic, th- this was something that was weird the first time it happened. But this particular sub would want to give an act of adoration, whether it was rubbing my feet, whether it was doing whatever. So I let her do that act of admiration, rest, and then the next four days we're checking in. She's letting me know how she's feeling. She's letting me know the bruises. So the first time it happened, it was like a rush of emotion. And she did have a little bit of sub drop. Mm-hmm. She did, because she had all these heightened emotions and pleasure. Mm-hmm. And then like depression kicked in. And then she got very dismissive. And so I kind of learned that four-day protocol for that first situation. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about it. And 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 one of the things that surprised me. She's like, I could have took more. I wish you didn't stop. And I was like, oh, I'm sitting here like I'm trying not to break your pelvic bone. I'm trying <laughs> oh my. <laughs> and I wasn't hitting nowhere near that hard. I'm like, and, and and as, you know, as a dom, even an impact play, you're supposed to be your sub's protector. You're supposed to be yeah. looking out for them. Protector. You're supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be, you know, what whatever, even with discipline you're supposed to be mindful of all that and so after that first session the next sessions is that same four-day protocol and then a weekly check-in the aftercare was really important mm-hmm. and what and, and and aftercare was so, and this particular sub so did not want all the hugs and like the like for what a daddy don would do because that wasn't what made her feel at peace mm-hmm. it was it was the coming to herself and an act of appreciation and the mm-hmm. check-in for four days 
and then the subsequent check-in for the following all of that weeks. that just sounds way intense and above my head like so i found my results were you talking about this test where it, can you see it wait i no. saw a glimpse of it it's like rainbow color uh-huh yeah okay so my i my number one it says 100 percent exhibitionist voyeur 99% Brat, 98% Rope Bunny, 96% Brat Tamer. I, I don't see did that. it say that? Did you rate a switch? Where did it say you rated switch? Switch 59 and submissive 68. And so, Matt, okay, then experimentalist 53, dominant 53, vanilla 50, um, rigor 50, master mistress 48. Slay, 48, Daddy, Mommy, 42, Primal, 33, Pet, 22, Boy, Girl, 10%, Primal, Hunter, 6%, Non-Monogamous, 5%, yeah, I'm territorial, Owner, 1%, Age, Play, 0, Degrady, 0, Massacre, 0, Degrader, 0, Sadist, 0. For me, dominant is like 2%. Like, I don't have a dominant bone in my body. It's hilarious. Really? <laughs> I'm like, this, this is true through my whole life. <laughs> See, the first time I took this was in 2016. Mm-hmm. I was like, sub was higher. It was, it was like right up under voyeur. So it was like three. But it was 100%. But this one is in 2018. I haven't taken a recent one. This one was in 2018 where my submissive went to 68 but when I took this was in February 18. My experience with the guy in Virginia was from August to December 17. So mm. I, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. just like, oh no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Taylor, what your answer will be, kind of. Yeah. Where you are in your mindset. Mm-hmm. So after the and then I, and I'm gonna be honest that for from 18 to re- just fairly recently recently i was in a whole like savagery mode like i call it darkness now because looking back but i was really awesome i just want this and uh all right deuces you know like i was mm-hmm. on i controlled the narrative i controlled everything i was on some controlling and i you could not have my heart i didn't let you get to my heart not vulnerability was out the question you know but it just was so empty i was so empty and hollow you know mm-hmm. and so i kind of was just on autopilot and that's how it was but i definitely um had you know it just be like oh okay what are we doing okay what you doing where you at oh okay cool all right, now what you, you, ain't no spending the night like no ain't no cuddling none of that shit. <laughs> get up mm-hmm. Or, listen, even, or even to the point where I'd be the, like, oh, yeah, you just come, yeah, yeah sit your mouth out. Like, <laughs> listen, I thought I was going to be on some just, we could do whatever type shit this dude that moved into my apartment complex. Oh. 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 That's too much. I thought it was creepy, but it's, it's turned out to be very okay. creepy. That's creepy. I thought it was, but it's turned out to be okay. So I met him in February. I, I got here January 26th, 23rd. I met him on Jan- on February the 3rd. Well, I met him online, but then I didn't meet him until like a month later because he's a trucker. 
Right. And so, you know, we had every, I see him every four to six weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was looking for a place to stay, whatever, whatever. And I happened to tell, I told him, oh, you know, you should look around this area. Not thinking right. he was going to move into the complex. But so it's funny because he gives, he gives mixed messages because in one, in one breath he'll say, I just want to be single. Single. I just want to do my own thing. I'm just kind of having fun. I'm figuring things out. I've been married a couple of times. Like I don't want to be tied down. But then you move in my complex. That's too much for me. I, I would be. Mm-mm. And like he doesn't. He don't clock me. He don't ask me. He don't pop up. I made it very clear. I, I moved here, you know, to kind of do my own thing and find find me. And you know, don't do pop ups for me. I won't do pop ups for you because I was like, you know, I have to admit it's a little bit, you know, unnerving that you're this close to me. Right, but if you can risk, I was like, if it's really on something, you just happen to find a place here, that's fine. I was like, but let's be clear, I don't belong to you or anybody else, right? And you will get your feelings hurt messing with me, right? Oh, well, but it works. We've fallen into, especially now with COVID, we've fallen into this entanglement. (laughs) (laughs) Entanglement, (laughs) we've fallen into this entanglement. That, that works. is a new it's, word it's, it's for fucking in, in 2020. That's a new word. Yeah, because it's <laughs> like I don't have to drive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I just had to say something on entanglements because I think it was you, Pandora, posted that picture. August, I've seen it. Was it you that it said, I, under, "I understand why Jada got into them entanglements." Yes, man, for real, for real. Yes, I, I busted out laughing, putting it down. Yeah. I saw I, I saw that picture. I'm like, oh, so that's where they got the inspiration for Girls Trip. Hmm. With Ralph Angel. <laughs> right. Like, uh, art imitating life. Oh, goodness. Uh, so I, to wrap it up, what advice would you give to someone new, like a novice, who kind of dabbled a little bit, but not nowhere? Obviously, I was with an amateur, immature, amateur energy vamp <laughs> you know um, and, me, and then some- I would say yeah. you gotta know who you are okay. it's important to know who you are it's important to have very 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 strict boundaries Okay, and it's important to not be, be afraid to say I don't like that like I met a guy a couple months ago that supposedly wanted to vet me again first thing out of his mouth was I need, to, need you to trust me the second conversation he tried to hypnotize me over the phone. I thought it was the most funniest, like, <laughs> wow. I mean, like, if you really want to play this game, I will, I will, I will play you and let you make a fool out of yourself. Like, right. I'm, I'm that petty, you know right. what I mean? But there are, there are definitely predators out there and you gotta, you really have to listen to that gut. We all have it. You have a Scorpio rising, so you have it very much so. And mm-hmm. if it don't feel right, then don't try to force it. That's the right. that's the one bit of advice that I can say. If it's somebody that you don't feel comfortable with being open with, it's not the right person. And it's you shouldn't be trying to force don't don't try to make it make sense. I think what what it will be what what I where where the challenge is for me is I have this strict idea in my head that it has to be somebody that I'm in I'm with. Like, you know what I mean? And so there are dynamics that, that are like that like I'm yes. in, I'm in some Facebook groups um for subs and there are some subs that are in actual relationships with their doms like actual yeah. like 
like we're married and this is their dynamic that you can have that yeah you just got to be clear about it when you're meeting these people like this is what i'm looking for i'm looking for an actual relationship but i want the dynamic to be a part of it okay this is this is the one thing i would recommend if someone's new and a novice um first and foremost research Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. learn what 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 the rules and the context are and don't put yourself in a box more like okay i can feel that i don't feel that oh Mm -hmm. i like that i don't like that second get yourself someone who can mentor you i mean have friends that will have your back but get someone that can mentor you one of the worst situations that i've ever seen has happened to subs when they didn't have someone to mentor them mm-hmm. and there there were subs who have been raped by their doms oh wow because they didn't understand consent they thought i just have to be you i have to do whatever and they so understanding the context of what you want to do Un- having yeah. people who can be like no you, you need to vet him there's people yeah. who go into dynamic sight unseen say oh i'm interested okay meet me at the house one young lady on fet um hooked up with a professor at Mm -hmm. a notable college he tied her up and beat her for five days because (gasps) while he was talking about his kink she's she's thinking she's fit she's understanding him but he's on some whole nother stuff she ended up dying she she got out his window uh, was trying to walk to another window, ended up falling three stories and died. Wow. So, you know, knowing what you're looking for, vetting, oh having God. people who could look out for you. And then the biggest advice, don't judge yourself when you discover who and what you are in this thing. Because <laughs> there, You might some, find some stuff that scares you a little bit, but you just got to like work through it. Yeah, because you'll find out you like some things and enjoy some things. You're like, oh, if anybody ever know I, I love this shit, you know, they might look at me different. <laughs> right. That's um, why it'd be hard to date someone because, you know, the stigma, like, that's, I'm just, because I already feel like I'm over, like, that men hypersexualize me when I'm not even asking for it, you know? Yeah. And, and, it's uncomfortable that's uncomfortable in itself so you know i definitely wouldn't want to be in a situation where that's how i'm feeling objectified and and and, um sexualized so i I definitely don't like that and that's why i have felt so like wow like that that's something you say i don't care you don't say nothing like that to no woman playing you know, like mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. see where that is appropriate. <laughs> no, he was out of pocket. There's no way to justify that. I don't care what he said. He was out of pocket. <laughs> like, no, no, you good? Because no, he would have been blocked. No, no, he. I've been knowing him forever. So, I and care. I care about him. So it, it just, mm-hmm. it, it that wasn't the issue. It was just like, what made you think I was gonna be? And I'm sensitive anyway. And I'm, and I'm a Leo. We don't like mm-hmm. criticism. Okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. criticize me. Don't don't for one second make me think you gonna say something negative about me. Yeah, well, that's not funny. Leo moon. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. well, well, I'll give you. I, I'll give you a cold piece. Like there are about six of my frat brothers that you know 
that claim to be in this lifestyle uh-huh. who have no clue about what they're doing. I'm sure. I, I, I can imagine that. <laughs> frat, to me, the frat guys are very... Um, I was dealing with this one guy, and he was very arrogant. Which which organization Extremely, was he? Um, don't give me the line. I don't know. What's the co- what was his colors? That's all I need to know. I want to say it was purple, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so I met him, and he had great conversation, and he wound up being like, you know, we were just like little messing around or whatever, whatever, and. The last time I talked to him, I stopped talking to him because he he mentioned that he had a wife, which we're in the lifestyle, so that ain't none of my business. Like, it is what it is. As long as you make peace with her and she don't call my phone, I'll, whatever. I'm not trying to be with you. But the last conversation we had, he was telling me about her health issues and how he felt like she was selfish because she didn't want to have sex with him. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Wow. Like, this woman is dealing with all, like, it was, like, feminine health issues. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. And mm-hmm. I was like, so this is going to be the last time that we ever talk, period. Like, don't <laughs> call me, don't come to my house, nothing, because you have a real problem. Like, what are you talking about? But he was just, he was very arrogant, like, as if he didn't do anything wrong. Like, mm-hmm. well, you're not worth my time anyway. Like, don't try to turn it. Mm-hmm. I was worth your time every every Thursday. <laughs> I'm over here like time, every, mm-hmm. time you text me, every time you call me, ask me at my home. I was worth your time. I'm then, feeling but so now ashamed right now. Because <laughs> I know she talk about my people. Yeah, she talking about y'all. She talking about she talking about who she talking. He about. seems like, and I'm not. I'm not. It's not to down them down the 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 organization, but oh, I was no. like, no. But really? this, but I'm but the organization you're speaking to. That's why I asked you. Just tell me the colors. I already knew what you were gonna say. This particular, unfortunately, this particular organization, they're like what you want, but what you don't want. They're everything you want and don't want. Yes, that's exactly what. Because <laughs> up until that moment, up until that moment, I was like, I, I resent that comment. Point, Even if it's true, point, I still everything resent everything that comment. Point. <laughs> what professor Q? it's true it's it's true but i resent the comment nonetheless i have a honest to god love hate for them i'm gonna be honest when it comes to my podcast they have been the most supportive of me out of everybody more than even yeah. my own sorority sisters they have had my back but i oh i be wanting to fight these negroes so bad i be wanting to <laughs> Like, it just be like I be trying to love you, but you just stupid. Like, <laughs> no, but but you know why I brought that up though? Because when we're, when you're really on the level, and you got a group of folks who are just trying to get in because, uh, and this is this is happening with all King, but the so, a lot of the brothers done heard about Fet, so they jump on it and it's like, look, man, you just say you're dumb, and you just find someone to sub. Uh, you can get some freaky sex, man. And, you know, so they think it's a hustle. They think it's a game. Oh, and so that's wow. so trash. And so, and so yeah. those of us who are really in the lifestyle, who are like, you know, I got to keep things in place because I had I had a a a quote unquote dom show up to one of my slaves' jobs because oh, I told wow. her not to put her picture on her face on Fet 
But she was like, I'm an exhibitionist. I've been in the lifestyle 20 years, blah, blah, blah. And he he popped up at her job. Google searched her face. Hell oh, that's he why you up. told me. That's why you told me don't uh don't put my face up there. But that I already knew that. Like, oh, no. You ain't that happened to me when I worked at DMV in LA. This guy that I played with at a party showed up at my job and at my window. And I was like, mm-mm. Are you kidding me right now? Mm-mm. So you definitely, I, but you know, yep. I, I can see how you definitely got to be selectable. I don't plan to be going to no munches and whatever y'all was talking about. And and the and the street. <laughs> yeah. And, but also also be real about what your kinks and your fetishes is. Right. You yeah. have to tell everybody. But if if your kink is you like someone to lick the toe jam beneath your toes after running <laughs> through dirt, be real right. with it. Don't yeah. don't, don't pretend weird. like. It's some weird shit on that on that <laughs> website. So, but I just thank you both for being here and engaging in this dialogue with me and being honest and open. You have opened my mind. You know, I'm already open minded, but yeah, I I, I just definitely just wanted to have a conversation because I just wanted to really tap into like why are we so afraid to talk about these kinds of things. These are happening. We are not a monolith, you know? And we, we are, women are sexual. Black, black sexuality is beautiful. We birth nations, you know? So it's kind of like, why is there so much stigma? And that's why I wanted to know, like how much of it is honestly rooted in white supremacy or Christianity, Christian dogma, you know? So that was- Well, I mean, I have my own ideas about most Christianity—that's based in white supremacy. But oh yeah, yeah. So, so, no, no, no. See, Christianity is a black religion that was appropriate. Let's let's get that. Well, clear was religion. practiced in most of these churches where right. I'm from. Westernized Christianity is yeah. not what it is not, not what their original faith was about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's on some do as I say, not as I do. And, and I can be and, and there's this, you know, idea of purity, like you know, like yeah. a woman, a black woman has to be so pure. And, and what is pure? Like, where does this chastity like why how did Jesus come from a virgin? Like, I don't like why okay, okay, okay. there's a few let, let me clear a few things and I, I, I gotta bounce in a couple minutes. But number yeah. one, the prophecy never said that Jesus would be born from a virgin, it said from a young woman. The Greeks interpreted the word Alma as it meant young maiden. They mm-hmm. they basically said an unmarried woman, which to them meant virgin. So number one, Jesus didn't have to be born from a virgin to be real. Number yeah. two, this whole aspect of purity, it meant for the exchange of family assets, a woman needed to be a virgin. But men could have were having sex with women who've had like even if you were raped. Mm-hmm. That meant you couldn't be married. So a married mm-hmm. man or single man having sex with that woman wasn't considered fornication or adultery. So what happened in the when Rome appropriated Christianity, made it the the imperial imp, mm-hmm. imperial religion, Back in like the th- the three hundred uh, three yeah yeah like three hundred A.D. Mm-hmm. That's when the 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 restrictions on sexual sins that was created. To limit the influence and power of women, because sexuality, human women's sexuality, was actually celebrated across cultures, back from Greece to Rome to Egypt, 
female sexuality was celebrated and honored and respected as a source of power. But Christianity was about men at that point. It, it, it became once very it became imperial. It's very patriarchal, which makes it so uncomfortable because our ancestors were not most of where we come from are not we're not patriarchal societies. So it's yeah. kind of like a, a, a conflict. Like a, always, and I always wonder why there was a conflict. And we're getting on a whole other topic. Mm -hmm. uh, that might be a good topic for another show, but I, it's I, it's always been an internal conflict with me because I was like. My family from the South, my dad's side from Louisiana, my grandmother's side from Arkansas, they Native Americans, you know, my dad's side, Jamaican Creole. It's just kind of like, it never, some of the things that African traditional spirituality brings was just innate and just from growing up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, and now everybody's trying to be trendy about it, but then that, and then with the Christianity and it, it just, it, it was always an internal battle. Like this, I don't know. And I, you know, I got but, a little. But, but let me give you the hope. Here's the hope. If you go to Songs of Solomon, mm -hmm. it talks about the divine sexual. It, oh yeah, I know. It, it, it honors it. I know. But it's husband and wife on her married bed. But it, it is it that that was only for the contraction. Okay, that's a whole long of the conversation. Right, right. But there's so a whole lot to, more. After. We'll just have to uh, make that a <laughs> a whole nother show because yeah, we you know. But anyways, with all that being said, I just you know I definitely want to use this space to just kind of open up these conversations and talk about those tab taboo subjects that we in the mm -hmm. community don't want to talk about but we know what's going on just you know like and, and i'm gonna say this and then we can wrap it up moving here to the south being around or looking at the women and being around the women who come off of these southern bells to me they're really fake and prude mm -hmm. right are you getting are you experiencing that okay very fake and prude, but the more you get to know them, they that's got not it. the case. They savages. Yeah, they savages. Are. You know, savages. Right. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, y'all just be popping on the handstand everywhere. Yeah, they just they just put a pretty face on it. They yeah, just put a pretty, like a B face and a and a nice outfit and a prayer cloth. Some lash and some lashes and <laughs> and a prayer cloth and make you think that that you that because you didn't come from here you just come to earth right so there's someone in dallas that i can never be around period and was it seemed to me the most church most dignified <laughs> but she five minutes she with this she with the shits up <laughs> for real for real. That's what I know. And then they meet me thinking that I am with the shits and I be like, oh, they got a whole background check they got to go through with me. Like, you got to invest in me. You got to spend some time with me. <laughs> what do you mean? Because I'm transferring mm -hmm. some energy with you to let you inside me. And you think I'm just going to let you inside me? No, Negro. Like, this, is, this ain't no, mm -hmm. this is sacred. Sacred yeah. sexualities. <laughs> but but, but that's that, but that's the value of kink. It makes everything, the submission, the dominance, the play, all of that becomes a part of being sacred and not just throwing away sexuality as a tool. Right. And, and that's what I love about it. 
So uh, thank you so much for thank having this. You, I enjoyed Thank you, and thank yes, you, Unicorn. Yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation. Now I'm gonna go get on fed and because I ain't got shit else to do. But this COVID, so look, I need me a Corona Bay. I'm taking applications. Listen. <laughs> Listen, that's that 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 is the only reason why Trucker Bay is still Trucker Bay because I'm not trying to be out here catching no corona and he didn't pass the test, so whatever. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, all, all right. right. Thank you guys. Y'all, Y'all be night. safe. You, you too. All right. That was a very interesting episode of Unapologetically Pandora. Y'all, I got to lose some weight. Look at these arms. <laughs> I just... Ah! Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so that's part two. Last week, we talked a little bit more. We talked more about data and will and the entanglements. This week, we're talking about... Um, the kink world bdsm i don't know where i'm gonna take it i'm gonna make it a four-part series i don't know where i'm gonna take it next week on the on the third episode um talking about black sexuality um more specifically sexuality sexuality that impacts black women and i'm just trying to draw parallels on where the stigma comes from where we can't be sexual beings without being called a thot. <laughs> Tatiana. Thot Nimbopin. <laughs> so anyway, thank you again. That is episode in the wraps. Join me for the next time. Again, I have no idea what I'm going to name it. Name it. Drop me a line. You guys can reach me at Keela at theblackpodcast.com. I am on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Deezer, TuneIn, Radio Republic, Republic, Pocket Cast. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. You can catch me on IG at Unapologetic Pandora. Legit. So Unapologetic, like L-E-G-I-T, I-C, Pandora on IG and add me, drop me a line, send me a message on uh, Facebook. My Facebook page is unapologetically Pandora, but I had to put the legit in quotes because it, it, it was rejecting the names, but it's still unapologetically in um, Pandora, but the legit part is in uh, quotes. So I got some good stuff coming up soon for you guys. I'm going to make this podcast something just awesome and amazing. So I do have some good stuff that I'm, I'm working on that, that, uh, I'll be introducing to the podcast. I'm trying to get some merch. Y'all saw my shirt. I I want y'all to be unapologetic as, uh, as well. So I'm trying to get, uh, come up with a, a design. Well, I already know it's going to be unapologetic or unapologetically um something black melanated educated smart beautiful sexy queening king you know bearded oh that'd be a good one unapologetically bearded or una, what, what is it yeah unapologetically bearded this full ass that's a fetish of mine while i'm talking about fetish <laughs> anyway thanks again See you next time on Unapologetically Pandora. Woo!
Tschüss. Tschüss.